The information in this skill is provided for informational and educational purposes only. Welcome, and thank you for listening to the Multiple Sclerosis Flash Briefings. When your relapsing multiple sclerosis begins to change, how you treat it should change too. Think beyond relapses and choose a treatment that can help delay disability progression. Find out more at changesinrms.com. My name is Jennifer Powell. I am a columnist with Multiple Sclerosis News Today. Today, I will be reading about how fatigue tops a survey about relapsing MS symptoms. Fatigue is the most impactful symptom on daily functioning in people with relapsing forms of multiple sclerosis and is more severe in patients with relapse, pain, depression, and sleep disorders, according to a U.S.-based survey. The results were based mostly on a new MS-specific tool called the Fatigue Symptoms and Impacts Questionnaire Relapsing Multiple Sclerosis, otherwise known as FSIQRMS, supporting its use to further understand and manage this debilitating symptom. The findings were presented recently by Lindsay Lair, MD, the Senior Director and Senior Global Medical Affairs Leader of Janssen Pharmaceuticals Neurology at MS Virtual 2020, the eighth joint meeting of the American and European Committees for Treatment and Research in Multiple Sclerosis. Lair's poster presentation was titled, A Real-World Study Characterizing Symptoms and Impacts of Fatigue in U.S. Adults with Relapsing Multiple Sclerosis Using a Novel Disease-Specific Scale. At Janssen, we approach neurodegenerative conditions holistically, considering both fundamental and secondary or hidden symptoms, Bill Martin, Ph.D., Global Therapeutic Head of Neurosciences at Janssen Research and Development said in a press release. As such, we developed the FSIQ RMS to better understand and measure the severity of MS-related fatigue and its impact on daily function, so that these insights can be applied to develop meaningful therapeutic options, as well as educational initiatives to help people with MS and their healthcare team better manage this prominent symptom. The 20-item FSIQ RMS is a new patient-reported outcome measure designed to assess fatigue symptoms and their severity in relapsing MS patients and the impact on physical activity, cognitive and emotional function, and coping mechanisms. Fatigue severity is based on the mean of daily ratings over seven days. According to Janssen, FSIQ RMS was developed using methods consistent with U.S. Food and Drug Administration guidelines. The presented data were part of an ongoing non-interventional prospective study of adults with relapsing forms of MS who are able to walk. Respondents were recruited across the U.S. through an online questionnaire. A total of 200 patients with a mean average of 43.4 years completed demographic and clinical questionnaires, including the FSIQ RMS administered daily for seven days through an online patient platform 
called Carinity. Most respondents were women and had relapsing remitting MS. Results show that the majority of patients experienced daily fatigue and more than half did so prior to being diagnosed with MS. The most commonly reported triggering factors for fatigue were heat exposure and stress, followed by poor sleep. In addition, fatigue was rated as the most impactful MS-related symptom on daily functioning, followed by walking difficulties. Patients with lower disability were more likely to report fatigue as the most impactful factor on daily functioning. Nearly half of respondents stated they have taken time off work due to their fatigue, with most patients taking one to five days off. Lair also noted that patients reported high levels of fatigue and associated impacts on physical activity, cognitive and emotional functioning, and coping mechanisms at enrollment as assessed by the FSIQ-RMS. Notably, fatigue levels were significantly higher in patients with self-reported relapse, pain, depression, and or sleep disorders than in those without these features. No significant differences in fatigue severity were found based on disease duration or type of DMT. MS fatigue occurs daily and influences day-to-day functioning for most with relapsing MS, Lair concluded, adding that the FSIQ-RMS is a novel MS-specific assessment that can advance the understanding and management of fatigue. In the same press release, Janssen announced the results of an international survey conducted in partnership with the National Multiple Sclerosis Society, which assessed the occurrence of fatigue in MS patients and its daily life impact. The study involved 1,300 adults with MS living in the United States, Canada, the UK, Germany, France, and Italy. Results showed that more than 65% of MS patients experience fatigue on a daily basis, with 60% reporting it worsened since diagnosis. MS-related fatigue also was associated with feelings of being misunderstood as well as loneliness. While more than 90% of MS patients discussed fatigue with their healthcare provider, more than half felt its overall impact on their daily lives was not fully understood. Similar feelings were reported toward people in their lives, with more than 75% of survey respondents agreeing it is difficult for others to fully understand fatigue's impact. Nearly 70% of patients felt they should hide their fatigue from others. More than 40% reported feeling lonely due to their fatigue, and more than one-third cited difficulties in making new friends or the existence of damaged friendships due to fatigue. Nearly half of the survey respondents took breaks throughout the day to manage their fatigue, with more than one-third reporting either arriving late or leaving work early, calling in sick, or missing family or social activities due to fatigue. For those who were actively working, 85% stated that fatigue affected how they felt and acted at work. Overall, the survey findings highlight that fatigue is a very common MS symptom and that it negatively affects the emotional, social, and work aspects of patients' lives. Coming up next, Perspectives 
From MS News Today columnist, Jesse Ace. You always do what you can to keep your relapsing multiple sclerosis in check. But if your relapsing MS is starting to change, it can affect your mind and body in new and different ways. So it's important to choose a treatment that goes beyond relapses, one that can help you stay ahead of disability progression. Take charge of your relapsing multiple sclerosis. Learn more at changesinrms.com. Hey everyone, my name is Jessie Ace and I'm one of the columnists for MS News Today. I'll be reading one of my articles from my Disabled to Enabled series. A simple hack to access better treatment by doctors. What was the day of your last relapse? The neurologist asked while peering over her glasses at me. I stared back blankly and then shrugged with a sheepish smile. I knew the year, but I couldn't quite remember the exact date because it was seven years ago. What symptoms did you have just before your relapse? She asked. Um, I replied, pursing my brow. She tapped her pen on my pile of medical notes and waited. The relapse happened seven years ago. How am I supposed to remember this? I thought. Something like this always happens when I go to my neurologist's office. I always forget to study for my annual medical history pop quiz. I'd be meaning to write it down, but I kind of forgot. The week before an appointment, I always mentally note things to mention during the appointment, such as brain fog, weakness, pain, or fatigue, or whatever else I may have experienced. But then I'd end up in the waiting room and everything was just wiped from my brain. I used to feel so annoyed that this medical pop quiz happened every time I had an appointment, until it occurred to me why it happened. The reality is, doctors just don't have time to sit and read all of your notes before an appointment. How can they? Doctors are slammed with patients back to back all day, every day, and during our 15 minute slot, they rely on us to tell them some accurate information. Following are some example notes that I made about my symptoms. 11am, left hand feels tingly. Noon, feeling down. 4pm, pain in my right toe. 8.15pm, ate an apple and now have numbness in my leg. 8.30pm, realised the leg was numb because I was sitting funny. It dawned on me that I was not helping my doctor by taking a notebook full of scribbles like this, and they had no time to read. It's no wonder why I wasn't being taken seriously and my symptoms were being kind of ignored. How could a doctor do their job and give me the best possible care when she didn't know all the facts? I was taking up her time and being unhelpful, and that didn't sit right with me. So in true Jess fashion, I decided to do something about it. I really got into bullet journaling and came up with some medical history quick sheets so that I didn't have to remember all the information. I started making tracker sheets for symptoms, food, exercising, goals and things, menstrual cycles and everything else I could think of that just might be making my symptoms worse. What foods trigger your symptoms? So I realised how much sugar and processed food actually affected mine. I sent out my sheets to the warriors in our Enabled Warriors Facebook tribe and they love them. I asked myself, how could they also be helpful for doctors? Luckily, I'd interviewed some doctors on my podcast, the Disabled to Enabled podcast, and got their thoughts on it. And together, we tweaked and tweaked and tweaked the material and made it the best that it could be. It eventually became the basis of my first published book, and I'm very excited to help even more warriors like me who are having the same problems as I did. Tracking symptoms in a book is so important for me. I do not trust health apps. <laughs> I don't think they're secure, and I don't know who else is seeing my information, my personal and private details. So if you want to track your symptoms, instantly spot triggers, and give accurate info to your medical team, suggest making tracker sheets. Or if you'd like to make things easier, then you can learn about my book at enabledwarriors.org st. Next time I see my neurologist, I will be armed and ready with accurate info and answers to the quiz. I'm actually excited about it rather than nervous now.
The information in our flash briefings and podcasts are provided for informational and educational purposes only. Be sure to tune in daily to Multiple Sclerosis News today for the latest news and perspectives regarding the disease. Discover more content that might be of interest to you at www.multiplesclerosisnewstoday.com and be sure to follow us on social media and join our Multiple Sclerosis News Today forums a trusted MS community ready to welcome you anytime.